slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin here with you. So glad you could join us here for the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. And I'll tell you, this is the day we've been thinking about, looking forward to, waiting for since Game 7 ended of the conference final last year. And it was the Tampa Bay Lightning escaping with that one nothing win. We're going to preview tonight's season opener in Raleigh. We're going to preview the season a little bit, tell you about the keys to the season. We've got a great listener email, our Islanders birthday of the day, and a whole lot more all coming up on today's show. I want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to email the show. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, happenings, rumors, transactions, and of course, we are live tweeting during nearly every Islanders game, so make sure you join us for that. Lots going on now. Opening night is tonight, Islanders and the Hurricanes, and I'll tell you, uh, I'm excited. So before we get into the specifics about tonight's game, I wanted to start by talking a little bit about the season and what the key things are for this Islander team to be successful. Where are they strong? Where are they potentially lacking a little bit? And here's the deal. To me, the best Think about this Islanders organization and this Islanders team. They are experienced, they are deep, they are balanced, and they are well coached and well run. You got a Hall of Fame GM in Lou Lamorello. You've got probably a future Hall of Fame coach in Barry Trotz. And look, whether he ends up making the Hall of Fame or not, right now, if you were to take a poll around the league of who the best five coaches in the NHL are today, Barry Trotz is getting a heck of a lot of votes, and I'm willing to bet that he will be one of those five top coaches in the league if you were to ask the players around the league, the general managers around the league, and probably fans as well. But uh, realistically, everybody knows how good 
Barry Trotz is. You've got a team with experience. There are only two players, I think, in this lineup who are uh, very inexperienced, very young, and not established NHL players. And even those two people, and I'm referring, of course, to Oliver Wallstrom on the forward line and Noah Dobson on the blue line, you know, they've got a, a full NHL season under their belts. We're not talking about raw 18, 19-year-old rookies here. Uh, but they have certainly not reached their prime yet. You look up and down this lineup, and you look at the balance that they have. The first line, Anders Lee, Matthew Barzal, Kyle Palmieri, all established quality NHL forwards, all of them capable of more than 20 goals. Lee and Barzal probably capable of hitting the 30-goal mark if things break right over a full 82-game season. And that's even taking into consideration the fact that the Islanders play a defense-first kind of a system. You look at the uh, second line, uh, the B&B line, Josh Bailey, Brock Nelson, and uh, Anthony Bevilier. Speed, scoring ability in Nelson, passing ability and vision in Bailey. Great chemistry on that second line. J.G. Pajot, an established 20-goal scorer on as your third-line center. Great on face-offs, great on the penalty kill. Oliver Wallstrom, young, up-and-coming rookie. Last year, if he would have played an 82-game season, was on pace for 20-plus goals. And now you're adding an experienced uh, winger in Zach Parise, who, even if he doesn't hit the 20-goal mark again at this stage of his career, at the age of 37, is a proven and established scorer in the National Hockey League. And then the identity line. Sezikis, Martin, Clutterbuck, one of the best, if not the best, fourth lines in hockey. And you've got balance up and down this lineup. On defense, you've got experience in Andy Green and Zdeno Chara. You have got maybe the best pairing on defense in the NHL in Pellick and Pulak. And then you've got Noah Dobson and Scotty Mayfield. Dobson being the more offensive-minded but inexperienced player. And Mayfield, size, good in his own zone, smart with the puck, now becoming a leader on this team. Overall, this team has... A lot of things going for it, and we haven't even talked about the goaltending with Simeon Varlamov, who really deserved more Vezina consideration after last year, tied for the league lead in shutouts with seven in an abbreviated season, and Ilya Sorokin, who was, was considered the best goalie outside the NHL before he arrived last year, and just got better as the season went on. So, all of that you have going for you. Weaknesses. Well, there are some concerns. Obviously, this team is relying on a lot of players who are on the so-called wrong side of 30. And you got to hope that older players, you know, they're more likely to get hurt. And if they get hurt, they're more likely to need more time to recover than a 22, 25-year-old younger player. 
You got to hope this team stays healthy. They are relying on a lot of older guys. There is still a question about who's really replacing Nick Letty. Is uh, Noah Dobson ready to take on top four minutes to quarterback the power play to be the guy who can skate the puck out and run things there? If he is, this team is set. But if he's not, there really isn't anyone else on, on the roster who is an established NHL player who can do that. Now, maybe Sebastian Ajo can. Maybe they go up and bring up Robin Salo midseason. There are a lot of possibilities, but also question marks there. And then there is the lack of a sniper. Does this team have enough goal scoring? I think they do. But do they have that one go-to guy? Maybe Anders Lee is the guy. Maybe Matthew Barzal can be the guy. But there is no Mike Bossy on this team. There is no 50-goal scorer, nobody who's going to get that, you know, going to be the guy that everybody is in fear of every time he touches the puck. Barzy is close, but the Islanders don't have that go-to sniper, outstanding offensive player who is, you know, puts fear in the hearts of opposing teams every time he touches the puck. Can they win a cup without that? I think they can. They've come close the last two years. It's going to be a very interesting season on the island. You add in the fact that they're opening the UBS Arena next month. If they can survive this 13-game road trip to open the season, I think everything will be better. Uh, and if even if they can get 15 points out of those 13 games, 13 would do, but 15 would really do. They are in good shape going for the rest of the season where most of their games are at home. We've got more to discuss. We will preview tonight's game against the Hurricanes. We've got uh, an email from a listener to address, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, That and our Islanders' birthday of the day still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface and even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, to hockey, right up to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so check out Bet Online where the game starts. So, wanted to touch on an email. Uh, this one is from Phil. He didn't say where he was from, but uh, here it is. Hi, Gil. Uh, just heard a rumor that Arizona will most likely move Phil Kessel at this year's trade deadline. Do you think Lou would give up the pieces and assets to make a move to requ- uh, acquire him? And do you think he'd fit Barry's defensive style of play. He would definitely supply the extra firepower the Islanders needs. What are your thoughts? Love the show and keep up the great work. Phil, 
Phil, first of all, thank you for the kind words. They are greatly appreciated. Uh, I think Kessel would add that offensive juice that you spoke about. Defensively, I think, you know, it would be an adjustment for Phil Kessel to a certain extent to, to play in the Barry Trotz system. Uh, he is a veteran, certainly somebody I think Trotz and Lula Morello would trust. I think Arizona, you know, that rumor you mentioned, Arizona, everyone is expecting them to be, if not the worst team in the league, in the, in the running for the lowest point total in the league this year. They are, I wouldn't say tanking, but they're certainly rebuilding. And would it make sense for them to trade Phil Kessel? Yeah. Do I expect them to if, as projected, they struggle on the ice this year? Absolutely. The key becomes, what are you giving up? And what are your other needs? The Islanders clearly have, uh, they have their number one pick this year. They may need to go out and get a right-handed defenseman, especially if Noah Dobson struggles. They may have to make that trade. So what becomes the priority? And then, you know, how does Zach Parise do? How does Kyle Palmieri do? Who stays healthy? Who gets hurt? Uh, A lot of factors go into it. But yes, I think Phil Kessel would add some juice. It would be a little bit of an adjustment for him, but he's a veteran. I think he would make that adjustment. And I think that the uh, Islanders, if they don't have to give up too much and don't have other priorities, uh, would be interested in acquiring a veteran like Phil Kessel at or around the trade deadline. So, Phil, thank you very much for your question. And again, fans, please uh, feel free to send in your questions uh, anytime. LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com is the email address. As for tonight's game, again, no Matt Martin and no Simeon Varlamov. Ilya Sorokin starting. Uh, Most likely it's Ross Johnston filling in on the fourth line. I think that this is a season filled with anticipation for the Islanders. Don't overlook the Hurricane. They are a good team. They are underrated. People tend to forget about them uh, and do that at your own peril because Carolina has, you know, they have their Sebastian Ajo. They have some good goaltending, some good balance. And I expect that Carolina will be fighting for a playoff spot this season. So uh, always good to start with a win, start with a solid game uh, against a division rival. And this one won't be easy. It will not be easy, but it should be a good game. As we talked about on yesterday's show, uh, the Islanders have had their struggles in Raleigh. But, you know, I think the leadership of this team the veteran aspects of this team, I think that they will handle this 13-game road trip with a plum. And I think that what we'll see starting tonight is an Islanders team that bonds, that uses these 13 games away from home uh, to help bring the team and the roster together to uh, solidify their style of play, to get comfortable with the system, and really for just uh, getting ready for what is obviously a difficult and grueling season ahead. You know, it's been two years where nobody has played 82 games. 
So, and then you got the Olympic break and the compression, and you're starting with 13 road games. This season is going to be a marathon, and it's going to be tough. But I think it all starts tonight. I think we will be looking at an Islanders team that is ready to go and hopefully able to handle the puck-moving defensemen on the Carolina Hurricanes. Again, for the Islanders, we know what this team needs to do to win. Don't let the opposition have room through the neutral zone. Back check. Uh, Don't give them those rebounds and tip-ins. Keep them on the perimeter on defense. All of these things that we were talking about throughout the playoffs last year that this team, for most of the games that they played, did so well. They are well-coached. Look look at the preseason. And again, a lot of players were in the preseason who aren't on the roster right now. But look at the preseason. With the exception of the preseason finale against the Rangers, they didn't give up a playoff, uh, a power play goal. They kept the other team in check, didn't give up a lot of shots, didn't give up a lot of quality scoring chances. If the Islanders play their game, they should be in every game, and that includes tonight in Raleigh. And they're going to win a lot more games than they're going to lose. So I think that what you're looking at is a great team that's ready to roll for the season, and I can't wait to see it happen starting tonight when the Islanders take on the Carolina Hurricanes. And of course, we will be back tomorrow with uh, some key takeaways and analysis from this game and a preview of the weekend's contests ahead. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Again, we are free and available on all platforms. We've got more to come on the show, including... uh, Our Islanders' birthday of the day, an offensive defenseman from the 90s who really had some great seasons with the Islanders. That and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for 20 years And they have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, we're back on schedule, I'm happy to say, so that's a a good thing. None of this uh, a day late, a day early. Uh, We want to wish a happy birthday, belatedly, because he has uh, passed away earlier this year, but former Islanders defenseman uh, Tom Curvers would have been 59 years old, a native of 
Minneapolis, Minnesota, drafted in the seventh round by the Canadiens back in 1981, had four very productive seasons at the University of Minnesota Duluth, played for the Canadiens, the Sabres, the Devils, the Maple Leafs, and the Canucks before joining the Islanders for the 1991-92 season, spent three years with the Islanders, 91-92 through 93-94, and then finished his career with a year with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks and then one season in Japan. And uh, Curvers, very productive. Uh, He had 56 points in 74 games in his first year with the Islanders, nine goals, 47 assists, and then eight goals and 38 points in 52 games in his second year. Even his final year with the Isles, 40 points. And of course, he played in the playoffs with the Islanders in 1992, uh, excuse me, 1993, part of that big run to the conference final. And again in 93-94, which most Islander fans we, we don't want to remember that year. But anyway, uh, we'll go back and look at one of Tom Curver's better games with the Islanders, November 28th, 1992, at the Nassau Coliseum. It's the Philadelphia Flyers in town for a division matchup. Stefan Beauregard was the goalie for Philadelphia. Glenn Healy in between the pipes for the Islanders, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first, Power play goals getting things started. Doug Evans off for hooking. Pierre Turgeon, his 14th from Jeff Norton. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Tom Curvers. 1-0 Isles. Later on in the period, after some rough stuff involving Darius Kasparitis, Kevin Deneen, Terry Kartner, and Benoit Hogue, Ryan McGill, a lot of, lot of guys involved in this uh, rough stuff midway through the period. Things calm down. Islanders get another power play, and Turgeon strikes again. His 15th, Brian Mullen and Scott Lachance with the assist at 13-27. Terry Karkner gets a goal late in the period, unassisted for the Flyers. 2-1 Isles after one in the second. More Islanders production. Steve Thomas, his eighth, from Turgeon and Tom Curvers again at 10-25. 3-1 Isles. Brad Delgarno, his first of the year, from Claude Loisel and Pat Flatley. 4-1 Isles. The power play adds another one. Ray Ferraro is seventh from Uwe Krupp and Pat Flatley at 14.07. And the Islanders lead 5-1. Mark Recchi makes it 5-2. Rod Brindamore and Terry Karkner with the assist. But David Volick answers 22 seconds later. His third, Tom Curvers, our Islanders' birthday of the day, with another assist. Steve Thomas with the other helper. And uh, for the Islanders... It is a 6-2 to two lead after two. Claude Loisel, his second in the third period. From Jeff Norton and Vladimir Malakov at 10-01. A goal by Greg Peslowski gets the Flyers a little closer, but Tom Fitzgerald, a shorthanded goal from Brian Mullen and Uwe Krupp. And then Tom Curvers, our Islanders' birthday of the day, his first from Ray Ferraro, and Benoit Hogue, the Islanders skate away with a 9-3 home win over the Philadelphia Flyers. They peppered 40 shots on goal. Glenn Healy stopped 33 of the 36 shots by the Flyers. But for Tom Curvers, one goal, three assists, a plus three, and five shots on goal, which tied him for the lead. You know, the Islanders had 40 shots on goal. 
Five for Curvers, five for Turgeon, five for Steve Thomas, five for Claude Loisel. Uh, a lot of players just taking a lot of shots in this game. And uh, again, uh, sorry that we lost Tom Curvers this year, but uh, this would have been his 59th birthday, and we certainly wish him well. That is uh, going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Again, we'll be back tomorrow with a f- key takeaways from this game and a preview of this weekend's action. Now, we want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. Happy opening day, everybody. The season is here. Enjoy it. Let's get this 13-game road trip started, and let's make this a successful season for the New York Islanders. I think it's going to be a special one, and we'll be with you here on Locked On Islanders every step of the way. Have a great day. Enjoy it. And of course, let's go Islanders.